It's game day. And time for Red Rebel Football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew is about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. to you and welcome to the Blunt County Jamboree. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the punctual Ben Mets and the specialist funky, Mr. Chris Hitz. And you're listening to Rebel Radio on your home for the Rebel Football 95.7 DJFM. Ben Chris tonight is somewhat of a soft start for this 2022 season. We get to see all of Blunt County in a small pace of loud. All in one beautiful venue, Skittershield Stadium here on the campus of Maryville High School. Good two hours For the heartbeat of Rebel Faithful. Guys, it's Hump Football 2022 is here. How you doing? Uh, spunky's not the word. Spry. I'm excited, Wayne. <laughs> Chris, man, it's it's been a it's been a long off season. You know, we, we exited Skeeter Shield Stadium just a few months back uh, at the end of the 2021 season, and we're just uh, excited uh, to be here in 2022. Yes, excited is an understatement. I mean, just getting to walk on the field again for the first time, it was incredible. Just the atmosphere. I mean, just walking in, I mean, we got here an hour and a half early, and there was already at least 50 Maribel fans sitting here, and they don't play till the very end of the night. Well, and, and you know, Ben and I and, and you as well, we've we've come to practice many times, and, and we see Maribel Faithful here each and every night, just, just trying to see what the Red Rebels are going to do here in 2022. Uh, the Kona Ice Trucks here, the the – the Duke FM uh, vehicles here. Uh, we're excited to have a new radio home this year, and, and Mother Nature's blessed us with a great venue here tonight. Uh, the Skeeter is hopping. We've got Greenback fans in, in attendance. We've got uh, Heritage Alcoa fans, and, of course, the Maryville Faithful right here. Alcoa will be on the opposing side uh, as they are now on the field, guys. Uh, Alcoa and Heritage uh, teeing it off here in the Blunt County Jamboree. Jordan Harris, the big star for Alcoa, already making his presence known. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, Heritage, in some really sweet red unis, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're holding their own. They've actually flipped field, got, got the, the ball back here. Yeah, and new coaching staffs, Wayne, on both sides of the field. we got Joe Osovet for uh, Heritage, and then also across the field there, Coach Brian Nix. So that's an exciting headline for this season. Well, and one guy is uh, is no no stranger to this field, and one is Coach Osavet. We'll see it again next week as Heritage will be the Week One opponent for the Red Rebels. But Brian Nix, a 15-year defensive coordinator, but a first-year head coach here tonight. Uh, he's uh, he's ready to be here. 20 years at Alcoa so far, so uh, he's been more years away from Maryville than he has been here. Uh, but a Maryville High School graduate, now the head man at uh, arguably, at least in county, the biggest rival for the Red Rebels. And speaking of Coach Neeks, we've heard a lot of talk that he's already got that game with Maryville circled on his calendar. You know, they don't want to jump to conclusions, but that's going to probably be the biggest game that he's going to start his career off on. 
Well, and I, I think uh, there, there's an opportunity for Maryville to be a lot of people's Super Bowl, uh, but we'll just see how the Blunt County Jamboree goes. It looks like, uh, at least offensively, early on here, uh, the defense for Alcoa has got their hands full with the Mountaineers. But, uh, guys, the pregame show here, the kitchen tune-up pregame show, is going to have a lot uh, of discussion here about what 2021 left us with and then what we've got to look ahead to here in 2022. Uh, 2021, just to kind of recap that one here in this first segment, 13-1 and overall record, the only loss coming in the semifinals uh, to eventual 6A state champion Oakland, uh, a team that had, had a gr- lot of great leaders, had a lot of great athletes on that team. Uh, you talk about names like D.J. Burks, Markel Fortenberry, uh, not to mention a good number of offensive linemen that have now graduated and a lot of them that are playing at the next level. But, uh, guys, uh, what kind of void uh, do you see and what, what do you remember from 2021 that hopefully uh, can bleed into 2022? Well, I think the I think the first hole that, that Maribel is going to have to overcome is the wide receiver area. Uh, losing Markel Fortenberry, losing DJ Burks, and and they've got a lot of promise there. They've got a lot of new new names to talk about, um, but that's that's the position I think that you have to to look at. To me, uh, I think the biggest loss was Carson Jones. I mean, having that field general, the guy that you know could you could count on to make the plays for you, especially in the tough games. You think of that Alcoa game; it was not looking good for Maribel in the first half. Uh, of course, Carson Jones with the big runs helped. Uh, push that game away, and, you know, to me, needing that step up. We're going to have to find the quarterback. It looks like Clemmer is going to be filling that void and seeing if he can get that field general position that Jones had for the last two years. Yeah, I think if you look at the last year's roster for Maribel, uh, a lot of names are going to going to ring a bell, a lot of names that, that we're going to miss over the next, uh, you know, few weeks. But I think uh, a lot of names are going to kind of show themselves as the 2022 edition of the Red Rebels. We talk about it every year. The Maribel men will show up. Those that have waited their time, they're fourth-year players, but first-year starters, and you'll see them make uh, big impacts here in this season. But you look last year, uh, guys that, that exited the program through graduation, you talk about Zach Braden, a guy who really put put a lot of the defense on his shoulders. He's going to be uh, severely missed, but a lot of players that can fill that void. Carson Jones, as Chris talked about. Uh, Noah Lineball, uh, I think at, at a DB position, he was uh, very much a uh, – a position of, of filling holes when they needed to be. Uh, Carson Jones, the receiver, you know, lost both the the CJs there. Right. Um, talk about Carter Cox. Uh, he's another one that will will miss this season. Uh, Jackson Phillips, probably a, a dirty work guy, if you will, kind of came out of the backfield. That's a that's a void that you're going to see. But a 13 and one season, you know, I think a lot of times when it doesn't end in state championships, uh, you just close the door and you move on. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, that's been historically what what uh, uh, Maryville's uh, their game plan is built for state championships, and uh, anything less uh, is not uh, super well received. But I think Coach Hunt puts it in great perspective each and every year. You got to put the best out there each and every year, and if if it's 15 and 0 is your best, then great, that's awesome. You win a state championship. But if 13 and 1 is is all the mustard in the bottle, uh, then you got to be happy with that. And last year, he said they they well uh, exceeded expectations. They did great things, and uh, really, at the end of the day. Uh, they left it on the field uh, here against Oakland, and and I couldn't agree more. A battle of of really great teams. Whoever left Shield Stadium last year uh, was going to go on to win the 6A state championship, and it just happened to be uh, the Patriots Oakland. Yeah, and Peyton Cooper he talked about that loss. He talked about that loss and and how it stuck with him, 
and how he's going to use that this season. Um, that's something that he's thinking about. But Derek Hunt does a really good job with these players and having them focus on that next ball game. So their focus is going to be having a good scrimmage here today and then go into Heritage ready to go. Oh, I think that's a great point. Chris, uh, you, you know, we, we, we kind of had a front row seat last season. Uh, a lot of good players. We talked about it each and every week. Uh, DJ Burks, he, he rolled into a, a scrimmage there against Catholic, had his, uh, Appy State stuff on. That's a, that's a kid that's grown even since he left, uh, left these field, these sidelines. But, uh, Markell's at Liberty now. You talk about some of those linemen. They're, they're at different various institutions playing football. Uh, but this is a, this is a team that doesn't rebuild. Uh, they reload. You talk about Cal Grubbs. He's sitting on that offensive line ready to rock, ready to lead this team. You've got Adams that's on that offensive line, but you've got a backfield that pretty much returns intact. I mean, you lose Jackson Phillips in the fullback spot, but I would say arguably you talk about Jaden McCord, you talk about some of these, uh, Harris, the young kid that's coming up, uh, you got to love what that backfield can look like. Dynamic may be an understatement. Yeah, and I mean, you said it best. That backfield is where the bread and butter is going to be. Uh, Noah Vaughn is still next level. With that uh, offensive line Maryville has out, it should be an incredible season for Noah. You know, just looking at the wide receiver spots, there was still a lot of great receivers, young receivers, but great receivers. I mean, we watched a couple. Caleb Dunford is the name that sticks out for me. You know, he was uh, almost the most sure-handed receiver I could remember. If you needed a first down, he was getting it for Maryville last year. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You you talk about Peyton Cooper. You talk about some of those defensive uh, players that really uh, got to learn behind a lot of great players last year. Uh, it's their time to shine, and, and I think that's going to happen. Uh, but I don't think we can go much further without, again, recognizing a, a great new radio home, 95.7 Duke FM. When things kind of changed in the off season. Uh, we had the opportunity uh, to reach out and, and discuss some things with uh, with Midwest Communications, who's the, the kind of the mothership of, of Duke FM. But uh, they found a really good home. Uh, they they put Rebel Radio right there on the spot, and we were uh, excited to kind of partner with them uh, to bring this thing home. But 95.7 Duke FM is the FM dial. That's where you can find us. If you want to stream it online, it's, it's going to take you a good drive to get out of signal. But if you do so, you can check them out on the Duke.fm. That's the Duke.fm. And you can also follow us on social medias. The Rebel Radio MHS did a little rebranding in the offseason, but uh, we are now here and uh, ready to go. So uh, we're going to take our first break here in the kitchen tune-up pregame show you're listening to 95.7 duke fm and rebel radio it's the blunt county jamboree right here on 95.7 duke fm you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days not weeks with kitchen tune-up locally and family-owned kitchen tune-up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing painting new countertops and backsplash even a full custom kitchen makeover the skilled craftsman of kitchen tune-up can transform your outdated kitchen in days not weeks choose american-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing remodeling your expectations in days not weeks learn more at kitchentuneup.com kitchen tune-up is a proud sponsor of maryville high school football it's barbecue time in maryville and pistol creek eats is your local fix for award-winning melt in your mouth brisket and barbecue they're a fan favorite barbecue food truck in our area and pistol creek eats can be available for your block parties catering and tailgate needs looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue look no further than a taste of blunt award winner in pistol creek Eats. you can check out their website pistolcreekeats.com or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week but 
Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're enjoying tonight's game and cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 1K, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Maryville. D-E-N-S-O Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon. Grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. El Jimador Mexican Grill. A Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends. Or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10. Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill. 1705 East Lamar. Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. You're listening to Maryville Rebels football on 95.7 Duke FM, where we play the legends of country. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, Chris Hibbs right here in the Skeeter Shield Stadium here on the campus of Maryville High School. And uh, it's the Blunt County Jamboree, guys. We're sitting here watching it. It's interesting to see football on here, and we're not talking about it. So we might as well chip in, talk about what's going on here on the Jim Renfro Field. 14 to nothing is the uh, Alcoa lead over the Heritage Mountaineers. Uh, the Denso scoreboard reads 14 for the Tornadoes, zero for the Mountaineers. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of fitting 
even though maybe, well, they're in the road unis. I was going to say Alcoa, even being not playing the Rebels, they're still listed as the guest on the scoreboard. Yeah. It's not by mistake, guys. But uh, well, what are you seeing? I see a ton of speed for the Tornadoes, and I see a team that's just still trying to find their identity and heritage. But I think these are good reps for uh, for uh, for Heritage to see a team of the caliber of Alcoa because very next week in six short days, uh, they're going to be faced off against the Red Rebels right here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Yeah, Wayne, and you talked about it at the very beginning of the show. Uh, Jordan Harris came out, made a beautiful run, nothing but speed and quickness. And then we talked a little bit before the show started about Bubba Jeffries and Lance Williams. You got the Indiana commit and the Virginia Tech commit. And just to see their size here live in person, um, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge for us. Yeah, they're impressive, Chris. Uh, you know, year in and year out, that's a program that's built a lot of uh, a lot of speed. They always continue to have uh, athletes and playmakers in a lot of different places. But uh, I'll tell you this: I, I don't know if it's a uh, What's uh if it's the B team or what? But Heritage is uh they found a little uh, defensive presence here the last two snaps. Yeah, looking at you know that is the second string uh, offensive line for Alcoa out there. But give it to Heritage. I mean that crowd you can hear in the background that excitement. That was two big plays by that defense. Yeah, and I think uh, you know plays by the defense uh, is a it's going to be key for this heritage team just to be able to allow their offense as much time on the field as they can because that defense because there's going to be a lot of Ironman football going on at Heritage people are going to be playing both ways so as much as they can stay off the field on defense gives them more opportunities to score points but uh, talking about scoring points let's score some points with our sponsors as we run through our sponsor list here uh, this is the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week uh, it's a game that includes five different teams you don't get that very often but Twin City Certified, been a staple with Rebel Radio for the last several years and a staple now on Duke FM. Stevens Tire, Cody Knuckles, Pistol Creek Eats, REO Cheese Wagon, all game day mm. sponsors. Painter One, Kitchen Tune-Up, the Duke FM 95.7, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing right here in Maryville. All great sponsors of Rebel Radio. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things, guys, when when we made the switch, when the, the, the change happened, you know, it was one of those that uh, it was a uh, an impact, right? And so we had to talk to our sponsors. And, and, you know, I'll just say, any of these that you remember hearing from last year, uh, when we talked about a new station, they said, is it still Rebel Radio? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, we want to be a part of it. And so I uh, appreciate all the great the fans that we have, all the listeners. It's the fans of Maryville, but listeners of us. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, the great sponsors that we've been able to, to maintain and add to uh, as the years have went on. But this is a great list. And, and again, if you're interested in, in becoming part of that sponsorship team here for Rebel Radio, you can, of course, check us out on Facebook, social media, reach out to us, or uh, contact uh, 95.7 Duke FM. You can check out the website. There's some contact information there. Uh, and we can continue to add to this great sponsorship family that has been this 2022 campaign. So uh, looking again, uh, looks like the uh, the defense uh, for uh, Heritage has, has kind of given up a little bit to this Heritage or, or to this Alcoa team, and they're now going to flip field for the last, looks like, minute and 15 seconds of their, their jamboree portion and see if they can't uh, kind of crack the, the seal and see if they can't get on the board. Yeah, you've got some underclassmen in there for Alcoa, I guess both sides of the ball, so interesting to see what happens here. 
Yeah, Wesley Deck, the quarterback for Heritage, he's going to be a piece that, that the, he's going to play a lot of football this year. He was an athlete in the previous coaching staff, and I think Coach Osavet uh, sees the ability there with that young man, and uh, he's he's going to be what makes that offense move if it should do so this season. I, I think he's a fun fun player to watch. He's mobile. Uh, he doesn't go down on first contact, and so he's he's a nice piece to build around if you're Coach Osavet. Yeah, I can't agree more. I mean, we saw Deck last year. He was a great leader for that Heritage team when – they do have a great offensive line. I mean, their offensive line is going up and standing pretty tall against this potent Alcoa defense. Uh, as soon as I say that, Alcoa makes a big play in the backfield. But, you know, they got a lot of good pieces on that Heritage team. And, of course, they're just going to keep growing as they get more time. Well, and I, and I think it's a culture shift, right? Anytime you, you get a, a coaching staff change, unless it's a retirement or if it's a situation like, uh, you know, coaching waiting similar to what happened at Alcoa, there's going to be a, there's going to be a cultural dynamic that you just got to build. You can't, you don't buy those. They don't sell those at stores. Right. Uh, you've got to, you've got to sell the program. And the only way you do it's on field. If you watch college or NFL, uh, yeah, it's fun. You know what they've done at previous stops. You know what's happened in other venues. But until you get between these yard lines, between these hash marks, uh, on these football fields, those students don't know what you're about. And so I think Coach Joe Osavet, he's he's had a grassroots campaign. I think he's got some good people around him. He's brought some of his JUCO coaches with him. So I think that's going to be a positive for them. Um, but you you just got to see what's um, what's out there and just uh, just be real with these kids. And I think people will start uh, going to football practice instead of getting on the bus and going home. You're absolutely right, Wayne. Um, we we talked a little bit about how Joe Osavet made the comment that 13, roughly 13 kids, um, decided to come out and play football this year after he was hired. So making that hire hopefully has caused a lot of interest in the community for that program. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Sixteen and a half seconds to go here on the Denzo scoreboard again. Alcoa uh, keeping the lid tight at fourteen to nothing, but uh, they're looking to add to it. Number thirty-four for the Tornadoes, uh, looking to spin move out, but he's going to get taken down just short. Looks like they're going to use timeout. See if they can't add to this. But number thirty-four for the Tornadoes, Demetrius Kyle. Uh, looks like he's a sophomore. That's a big sophomore, but uh, he uh, he had some nice wheels on the outside. Credit Heritage. Uh, with the tackle, but uh, they're gonna they're gonna work at uh, midfield here, going left or right on Jim Renfro Field, uh, headed towards Cedar Street. If you need uh, reference, point of reference, uh, but it looks like they're gonna wind this one down. Uh, both teams will go to the sideline. They've seen enough, and that will end the first quarter of play here at the Blunt County Jamboree. Uh, and you know what? As we hit the end of one, here come the Rebels on the field. Let's take a break. Gear up for what is hoping to be a good second quarter in the skills challenge here in the Blunt County Jamboree. You're listening to Rebel Radio on your home for Rebel Sports, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S. 
Com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. Quality you deserve. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue. And you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take 
take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. This is your home for Maryville Rebels football and the legends of country. 95.7 Duke FM. Going down till the sun comes up. Stadium on the campus of Maribel High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz as the Chris Hips has taken a wireless mic and is on the move. Uh, we are uh, we're going to try to get him in, in place to to have this skills competition out. Uh, kind of kind of get us a real time spot there. Uh, but they're doing the kicking competition right now. Looks like Greenback's kicker has went, and he is going to be quickly uh, out kicked by number 19 for Heritage. It's going to be on the back of this one, number 19 for Heritage. Uh, and he's not on this roster. Okay. But Corbin Price for your Red Rebels, he's going to be the uh, odds-on, I wouldn't say favorite, but I would say the favorite in this house uh, to get this thing done. He is a uh, pretty efficient kicker here for the Red Rebels. And, uh, you know, we're just excited to see if he can best the, uh, the kick. The longest one here is... Help me with my math, Mr. Mr. Metz. That's 40, 50 yards is the long. Corbin's going to come up to it. It's long enough. It's straight enough. And, Lord, it's long enough. It's still rolling, Ben. It's down to the 15-yard line where it'll come to rest. That's a, if, uh, if my math serves me correctly, uh, that's 75 yards. Where's Ken Main when you need him? Uh, yeah, he's the master of math, right? He is the master of math. So it looks now, like uh, looks like Corbin Price was 71 for 73 on point attempts in 2021, Wayne. <laughs> he, I mean, he's automatic. Literally, we could have went to commercial, but uh, we never wanted to miss one. It looks like 25 for Heritage will be uh, the one kicking uh, for the, uh, the the governors. He's going to get a long windup. The kick is low, but it is backspinning. It's going to land. Oh, oh I see what they did. They didn't let that roll count. It's right. where it lands. So it's kind of like a, is it kind of like a shot put or like a long jump? Let's, let's, go, with, let's go with shot put. Yeah, long jump. Yeah, sure. Track and field's never been my forte, but right. it's not uh, lawn darts. I'll tell you it's that. not lawn darts. Uh, Blake Holloway was the kicker for the Governors. So looks like Corbin Price has uh, has taken. I don't know if they medal here, but he is definitely he won round number one. So round one goes to the Red Rebels. The kicking competition will go to the Red Rebels. Now Derek Hunt mentioned at the beginning of the season how Corbin could go down as the all-time lead scorer for Maryville. Well, he, he's Mr. Automatic. Uh, it was it was several several games before he ever missed the first one. So I think this is the the throw longest throw maybe, which this is kind of awkward for for Lunsford and uh, and Heritage's quarterback, which Lunsford launches it. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna hit I believe at the twenty we're gonna call it twenty eight and a half yard line. So that's uh what's that five so forty five fifty five sixty six sixty six yeah sixty six yards. So it looks like number 50 for William Blunt will throw. Not on the roster. Or is that Greenback? I think that's Greenback. It's about a 50-yard pass. I'm sorry. The, the Greenback and William Blunt jerseys are extremely similar. The next pass competitor is his, So he did not meet Lunsford's 
uh, throw, so he is going to kind of be playing for second place at this point. Wesley Deck's going to load up. He's going to launch from the 10-yard line high spinner, but it's going to stop at the 36-yard line. About 54-yard pass. Not bad, but Lunsford really set this one up. But Matthew Clemmer's going to see if he can best this. Rebels up one to nothing in this one. He's going to come unloose at the 10. It goes long, and it's going to be just a couple yards short of Lunsford. So one for the Rebels and one for the Tornadoes unless, hold on, hold on, hold the presses. Number four, Brett Cortez for William Blunt has something to say about this. He winds up. He's almost going to flat-footed throw this thing. And it's going to be Lunsford's match to have. So Lunsford, a 66-yard throw, is going to win the throwing competition. So one for the Tornadoes, one for the Rebels. Not at all partial, but Clemmer threw a pretty spiral. <laughs> ben may be partial. But uh, Maybe. you got to love what you're seeing out here, Ben. Uh, of course, the fan bases are, are live and in living color. Uh, but you look at it, all five teams represented out here are uh, are cheering on their, their representatives from this, this competition. Yeah, I see these two kids out here. They got Kona ice. One's got a cotton candy and one's got a unicorn flavor. What is it? Like, I, who's, who thought that was a good idea? No. What is a unicorn? I mean, that's, that's a deeper conversation than we can have right here. But what's a unicorn really taste like? Different flavors. I, I think, a, you know, fruit stripe would have been a better name for it. But whatever. That's a good one. Yep, not bad. Not bad. So, is this a punting competition? Alcoa's kicker just punts the football 30 yards. So, Jaden Biebler for uh, Greenback. So, right now, the uh, I guess the winner would be at 31. About a, about a 10-yard punt right there. No, it was, it was 14 all day. All day. 14 yards for Greenback's punter. Number 10, Biebler. Heritage is going to be number 42. Let's see if I can't get a name there. Too much stuff. Oh, that's a guy who does that for a living. That one's going to go across midfield. It's going to hit at the 43-yard line. And here's Corbin Price. He may get double duty this year as Markell was last year's punter. He's going to flat-footed drop it. Spiral's going to spin. Oh, that's going to be close. I think it's going to be just a bit shorter than the the Heritage punt. Let's see. William Blunt got it to win here. Where's Joey Winders with the yard marker? I feel like we need a measurement. That's too close to call from our angle. That's what we got. William Blunt's kicker. Going to drop it at the 10. That one's going to go end over end and just about two yards short. So looks like Heritage is going to get on the board. One for the Mountaineers, one for the Tornadoes, and one for the Red Rebels. But Corbin Price, not a bad punt for a guy who place kicks. Yeah, and you said it best, Wayne. He is looking at doing double duty this season with, wow. with, Mar- number, with Markel leading. Number 91, you put a 9-1 to one together, and that's a perfect 10. So we'll see if that, uh, if that comes out of it. He's not afraid to put a ball on Cedar Street. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. So let's see what the next competition is. We may have to kick it to Hips here in just a second. Let's uh, let's see what Hips. Let's jump down to Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, what you, what you got going down there at the skills competition? Yes, Wayne. So the skill competition is very chaotic. If you couldn't hear up there, 
Uh, yeah, big name for uh, Maribel. Corbin Price went in the kickoff competition. Uh, I think he was second place for the punting competition. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it couldn't be more evenly matched here. Looks like we're going to have a little running uh, competition here. Uh, interesting who we've chosen for speed, but uh, we'll let you call this one. Uh, see who gets the, the win here. And a cap gun to launch it. So they said. Oh, the Rebels have run away with it. <laughs> I was say, they said the Maribel sideline said they had the fastest lineman. I think he just proved it right there. Oh, number 52. Let's get, let's get tags on him for one, but Jack Carter. Just, uh, I mean, he, uh, if you're a NASCAR fan, he won by two car lengths. <laughs> what do you think, Hippie? You think uh, Wayne's got a shot in this competition? No. Sorry. I'm... No, let me answer that one for you, Ben. No. <laughs> so it looks like we're going to have a, a right, newcomer. Hear... Yeah, Jack Carter for Maribel won the lineman competition. So the first team to two points will be the Red Rebels. We're going to step out, Chris. We're going to call Gilliam right here. Goes Gillins. Gillins is launching it. He's got it. Oh, is he faster than Jordan Harris? It looks like he is. By a nose hair, the Rebels have went to three here. Three points for the Red Rebels. I ain't gonna lie. It takes a lot to beat Jordan Harris and uh, and Chris. Chris, uh, I ain't gonna lie. Maybe the bigger uh, upset of the night. Jordan Harris finishing second in that one. You, <laughs> you can hear the Maribel faithful down here giving Jordan Heck uh, great running there by the newcomer, DJ Gilliam, for Maribel to win the sp speed competition. Well, the, the track team is going to be looking at him too, but he's got a hopefully 15 weeks uh, to march it for the Red Rebels. But that's three for the Rebels and one for the Tornadoes and one for the Mountaineers. Have I missed anything, Hips? Yeah, you... You can definitely tell by the Maribel faithful behind me. It feels like a big win for them already this season. All right, Chris. Thanks for the thanks for the support. Thanks for the call. But uh, as the Red Rebels are gathering around Coach Hunt to get this third quarter underway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Ben, it may be live game action here from Skeeter Shield Stadium. You're listening to Rebel Radio on your home for Rebel Sports, 95.7 Duke FM. Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're enjoying tonight's game and cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation. 1K, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Maryville. D-E-N-S-O Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till Four. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. 
Craving some amazing eats today? Oreo Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow Oreo Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at areocheesewagon.com. Oreo Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Maryville Rebels play here on 95.7 Duke FM, where we play the legends of country. And welcome back to Maryville High School and Rebel Radio right here on your home, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel defense will take the field first and a five-yard pickup. For William Blunt, they're on first down. They'll bring up second and five. It's going to be off right guard for second down, and he's going to pick up a couple, but not before he's met by Caleb Graham and a host of Red Rebels. Coach Robert Reeves running the wing T offense. Yeah, Brett Cortez, he's at the controls, number four for the Governors, and he'll see what he can do. It's going to bring up third and two, uh, the biggest third down in the Reeves era right here up in front of him. All-white uniform for the Governors. Uh, got a new logo there on the side. Uh, orange numerals trimmed in blue. It's going to be third and two. He's under center. Wants to get the hard count. Now he's going to look to the sideline. One receiver out in the flat. He's going to kind of have a pack set. Uh, trying to get that running back's number. I think it's uh, maybe Aiden Klein. He's going to try to stretch it. And the defense stands him up, Ben. And it's going to be a pickup of one when he needed two. So that wing T defense, or that wing T offense, Wayne, it's designed to have a tight end, a halfback, and, and um, a wing back. So it's a short yardage offense. It's not designed for long yardage. So you're going to see Cannon Johnson crowd. You're going to see Ty Elder come in. And, and that's, that's how you play this offense. 10-10 to go here in this short quarter at the Blunt County Jamboree. 0-0 on the Denzo scoreboard. They're looking for a first down. Fourth and one. Offense stays on the field. Why not here, Ben? He's going to be under center. He's going to take the snap. Hands off quick. And he's going to go right off the left guard. He's going to be close. A host of, a, yeah. I, yeah, I think in a Jamboree he's going to get the first down. Right, but not by much. It, if he needed a yard, he got an inch and a tenth. Yeah, Isaiah was in there. Peyton was in there. We're going to see. Uh, I got an umpire down right now, referee down. He, I think he, he was trying to pick his flag up, and it about took him out. But uh, heavy defense out there for the Red Rebels. They're already making subs, so I think they're just trying to, to get a lot of kids out there in a short amount of time as the clock continues to run. Wing T offense is going to drain clock. It's a clock management type offense. It's going to have 11 in motion. Cortez is going to hand it to him. He's going to go around right in, and he's going to get up to the hash mark, get a pickup of about five. He's going to bring up second and five. I think this is a, uh, uh, you know, you first down and 
and or second and five to go. That's where a, a, a running offense needs to be. It can't be behind the sticks. Yeah, Wyatt Haas on the slobber knocker right there. <laughs> Just knocks the slob out of him. <laughs> I'll tell you. Hey, but, you know, I, I'm going to give – I'm I'm enjoying what we're seeing from this defense, and I think it's a bend but don't break. You're going to see some movement between the 20s, uh, but uh, if they get close enough, uh, we'll see some locks start coming out. But looking to the sideline, getting some adjustments uh, from Coach White. Now they're going to see if they can make the change. So Cortez going to quick handoff, gets the jersey, gets the down. It's going to be a big no gain on second down, brings up third and five. Up the belly and hit by a host of Rebels. Well, it's one of those Caleb Graham got him by the jersey and waited on the Calvary. Well, Wayne, you can see on this on this offense, this wing offense, the single wing, we talked about how the single wing that Tennessee used to run, when the ball snapped, you don't know who's going to get the ball. On, the, on this type of offense, the ball's going to the quarterback. Well, and, and he's, he's done a good job of, of keeping it from time to time, plays the fake pretty well. Uh, but I'll say he knows he knows the playmakers right now. He's going to go back under center. He's going to have two little slot backs out. He's going to move 11 in motion. 11's going to get it around left end. He's going to bounce off a couple Rebels, and he's going to push himself forward near another first down. It's uh, He's working for it, but he needed four. He probably got four. It's going to be another William Blunt first down. So uh, grinding this out, I just hope we see the Rebel offense in this quarter. 7.40 to go. The Denzo scoreboard still reads 0-0 as we're on Jim Renfro Field. First time in 2022 and loving it. Dwight Price put a sign in my yard first down. Yeah, yeah, not on William Blunt's first downs. But uh, <laughs> we're going to be first in 10 governors. Uh, but 11's going to get the football. He's going to go around guard, and he's going to find a hole. He gets he gets 10-plus yards before he sees a rebel. That's a good play call for them and uh, something that the defense really they'd like to have back. White put two signs in my yard. That's another first down for yeah, the Rebels. See what happens when you say that, Ben? We can't have that. It's going to be another first down for William Blunt. And uh, Cortez, I- I'll tell you, he- he's got some uh, he's got some tricks. Look at that, look at that defensive front for the Rebels. They're uh, they're interested in 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 kind of slowing this down a little bit. Uh, ball on the Rebel 38-yard line as they're going right to left here on Jim Renfro. And it's going to be first and ten. Governors. Governor's going to have a first down. He's going to quickly get it to his up man, and he's going to get Bola head forward for about two and a half, call it three, second down, seven to go. That's Hunter Ogle. He's a former Red Rebel, former Tornado turned governor here for his senior season. So, again, uh, no hard feelings there. Wish him the best of luck. Good kid there in Hunter Ogle. Right. A lot of substitutions, getting a lot of playing time, player development, very important in this game. Cortez uh, breaks the huddle, looks to the sideline, gets a call. Going to continue to run that tight set. I'm going to have, I'm trying to get the number, I think that's 32 in the backfield for William Blunt. That's going to be Logan Swaney. And he's going to look to load up his Cortez. He's going to throw it 41 for the Rebels, nearly picked him off. That was uh, Royal Curtis. Nearly said, uh, not so fast, my friend. So probably the first break, uh, first negative play, really, for William Blunt so far. It's going to bring up third and seven. Yeah, Royal Royal Curtis, the 5'10 junior, has made a couple big plays on this drive. See what we've got there. If they turn this thing back, we're going to see what Hips thinks about it. But third down, seven to go. Ball on the Rebel 34-yard line. Again, going right to left here at Maryville High School. 
And uh, William Blunt, really, uh, I, I think in a uh, in a new coaching regime, a little bit uh, a little bit crisp right now. But as uh, as I say that, they have to call a timeout. That's a uh, that's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. They take one. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on your home for Rebel Sports, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and book Booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family-friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. 95.7 Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back to Rebel Radio right here on your home, 95.7 Duke FM. Third and seven is going to turn into fourth and four. William Blunt runs off right guard for a couple, but not going to be enough for the first down. Looks like uh, in a jamboree setting, uh, the the punters don't work. As uh, It's going to be fourth down, and, and Cortez is going to keep the offense on the field. Sam Hahn in on the tackle. Yeah, absolutely. Ben Metz, uh, you just a uh, little first flavor of Rebel Radio. You're doing a good job, man. Want to want to appreciate you for jumping on the team. Uh, Hips is sideline loving, and uh, you get to jump in the box. But man, appreciate having you on here. Oh, I'm glad to be on here. First, want to give a shout out to my wife for allowing me <laughs> to have this opportunity, Wayne. Yes, also known as the Mrs. Metz. So uh, yeah, appreciate her all all the time. Uh, and also your awesome Basset Hound, Jeff. Like, why not just give him a shout-out as well? But uh, looks like uh, they're, they're, they were kind of coming out trying to get the hard count. They're going to burn another timeout. While we burn a timeout, uh, let's jump down to Mr. Chris Hips. Uh, Chris, what do you think about William Blunt's offense right now, really having uh, having some success early? Uh, yes, uh I really like uh, the running back, Hunter Ogle. That name should sound familiar to a lot of Maribel fans. And he's doing great at just the push the offensive line's been getting. Uh, and of course, it kind of caught this Maribel defense a little bit off guard. I think I think you're exactly right. And and but I, I do say, you know, we use the term bend but don't break often with this defense. We're nearing the 20-yard mark. I, I think this is a huge down for this defense for confidence purposes, but it's huge for William Blunt as well. We're going to jump back into action. And back at it, fourth down. They're going to call it three to go, and they're going to roll the pocket. Looks like Cortez is going to roll to the left. Got some Rebels in his face. He's going to uncork it. It's there to be had. Does he catch it? They're going to say no, in and out of his hands, no good. But I'll give Cortez all the credit. He launched a 30-yard bomb, and it hit his receiver in the chest. So incomplete, turnover on downs. And there we go, Ben. Bend but don't break is the name of the game on this Rebel defense. Yeah, number 85, Caius Watts, you remember that name. He's going to cause havoc back there in the backfield. He got in there, and he caused some corruption. The third year in a row, the Rebel offense comes out with number five at the helm, but this year it's number five, Matt Clemmer, the William Blunt transfer. So he's practiced against these guys a lot, but now it's the first time in a different uniform for Mr. Clemmer. He's going to start in shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looks like Caleb Dunford. It's going to be number seven. 
Gage Ledoux, number four, Zeke McCoy is going to be your receivers. And you're going to have Gillen uh, here in the slot. And then Gage uh, or uh, Noah Vaughn there in the backfield It's going to fake to Noah. He's going to roll the pocket, loses his footing, going to have to call his own number, gets across the 30, up to the 34-yard line. And that's going to be a pickup of about three, second down seven to go. I think the, the stumble really threw the timing off and, and smart play by the senior. Pulls it down, get what you get. Yeah, they put Gage Ledoux into motion. The plan was to throw the ball into the flat to Gage, get some short yardage, maybe get a third and short. Um, just William Blunt played great on that defensive call, and you had to you had to run with it. Tempo is rolling. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Gage stacked up to the right side of the formation. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Shotgun snap is made. Fake to Noah Vaughn, delivering the flat. It's going to get to Zeke McCoy, and he's across midfield, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, Rebels. That's a crisp pass right there. Mr. Clemmer needs those confidence throws. Yeah, a lot of attention on Noah Vaughn and Gage Ledoux right now. I think, I think, and, and well represented. Noah Vaughn, if you're watching here at, at Skeeter Shield Stadium, he is now number zero. Uh, was the deuce a year ago. Now he's went to zero. That's a popular number. But Clemmer takes the first down shotgun snap, delivers in the flat to Gillen. He's got some moves. Can he make it? Gets across the 40, across the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. The first touchdown of 2022. Touchdown, Rebels. Strike up the band. Hey, this is a kid who uh, I don't know if Goodyear sponsors him, but they should. He's lightning. You know what started that touchdown was Dunford made an excellent block here in the flat. Gillen, he's uh, if he's even, he's leaving. He there was plenty of uh, of governors around him, but not enough to get him down. The Denzo scoreboard just changed. It reads the Rebel six and the visiting William Blunt Governor zero. Let's jump down to Mr. Hibbs as Corbin Price tees this one up. Chris, what'd you see on that one? Gillen was blazing, buddy. Uh, yes, I think he almost shook me out of my shoes too. I mean that move he made was incredible. Broke it open and then just a speed to outrun everybody to the end zone. Yeah, Corbin Price just teed one up into Jeff Weaver's yard. Something we'll see early and often this season. Uh, good kick by by the senior. Uh, Chris, uh, keep it heavy down there. Uh, hold it down. There's some speed down there. It's definitely some speed on this sideline and the excitement just uh, flipped into Maribel's favor. Appreciate the call, Chris. But uh, but Ben. Uh, what what can you say? What can you say? Gillen's amazing. He he just he that's his first touch as a Maryville Rebel, and it's a touchdown. How do you how do you outdo that? It's got to be exciting for the Maryville faithful because we had the skills competition. He outran Jordan Harris. Okay, he so goes, he's had two touchdowns. Yeah, okay, good. we'll call it two. <laughs> he comes out. He just makes an excellent play. Well, just like that, the Rebel defense has uh, some time. They. They took a, a, a whopping minute, 16 seconds off the clock. They're going to give it back to the governors to see possibly the way they manage the clock. This could be the, the last possession uh, of this uh, this quarter of play. So it looks like Cortez is going to stay in there. I think as many reps for these starters is best because this is a new offense. You need to see these guys uh, kind of make, uh, make some mistakes, make some film before things happen. He's going to get a shotgun snap. He's going to hand it off to Eleven. Eleven's going to go around the right end, and uh, or the left end, I'm sorry. He is uh, he's a mover and a shaker, and he's going to put pick up about eight and a half, call it nine. It's going to bring up second and one. Jonah Arms filled the gap, number 32 for the Maryville Rebels. It is going to be second down, one yard to go. Ball on the uh, William Blunt 39-yard line going right to left here on Jim Renfro. 
And uh, the Rebels, the defense, uh, not seeing all the starters out there. There's a couple, uh, but you do not see Manneker out there. Uh, looks like they're they're testing some of these DBs out just to see what we've got different different linebacking core. So I think you're just seeing a lot of bodies here for the Red Rebels. He's going to stay in shotgun this time. He's going to hand it off yet again. That one's going to go to number six for William Blunt. That's going to be the senior, Eli Walker, and he's not going to pick up near as many yards, but he just needed one. It's first down, William Blunt. Ball on the William Blunt 41-yard line. Number 32, Jonah Arms, in on the tackle again. They're going to they're gonna try to waste this clock. Two and a half minutes to go in this third quarter, if you're counting, uh, of the Blunt County Jamboree. But uh, the Rebels, if you're just joining us, you haven't ran out of Rebels as they're going to play Greenback in the fourth quarter. We'll see how many uh, Rebels will get to play tonight. Uh, we'll try to get as many names in there as we can. Number 22 for the Rebels out there at corner. That's Noah Hunt. Uh, he's getting some playing time. All-black uni, white gloves, always a favorite of mine. They're going to hand it to number 11 for William Blunt out of the backfield. He's going to go hard, but he's not going to go far. He's going to pick up one yard. It's going to be second down and nine. Blade and Salas in there on the tackle, number 46, the defensive lineman junior. Number 28 in the game for the Red Rebels, Riley Lee. Uh, He is a sophomore. He's 145 pounds. Uh, gonna have number 19 in there for the Red Rebels. Wyatt Kaufman, uh, he's a six-foot sophomore, 160 pounds. So getting a lot of youth in there early, yep. uh, and it's gonna be meaningful reps. I think because you're playing a 5A opponent right here. William Blunt, second down nine, staring it. A minute and a half to go in this one. He's gonna take the shotgun snap, and this may be six's game for the rest of the way. Number six is gonna try to go right. And he goes all wrong because he's going to lose about three yards on the play. They're going to say he just lost two, but we're going to go with it. Guess what? Mama Arms rang the dinner bell over at Jonah's house because he's hungry. That's another <laughs> well, tackle. Well, here's the thing, too. It's, it's all about going to the well too many times. That's the third time number six has touched the ball. He's got a marker on him right now. So he's carried it three times, two positive yardage, one negative yardage. It's going to be third and nine, under a minute to play. Uh, I'd say we're down to the last couple plays of this third quarter. It's going to be Cortez, shotgun formation, two receivers to the left. Got a little stack back there on the right-hand side. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to number six again, four in a row. He's going to weave his way about 13 yards forward. It's four plays for him. And guess who made the tackle, Wayne? Guess who <laughs> made me. the tackle? Tell me, Ben. I need Jonah to hear. Arms again. Hey, out of the way, Jonah. Number 57 in for uh, the the Red Rebels, Hunter McCormick, uh, got number 76 in there. Bryce Goins, and again, apologize if I don't get all these numbers in, just trying to get what I can. Riley Lee down here at corner. Got number four, Cortez, on a first down play. He's going to try to make it work. 15 seconds to go. Nice block by his lineman. Cortez, little stutter step, and he's going to try his best to get out of bounds and probably best for him as number 28, Riley Lee, had locked on. Matthew Covert was running at blazing speed. He was about to drop him and got juked. Uh, and I think Bryce Cortez is a player. He he's a he's a transfer into William Blunt, so he's he's a uh, he's a wild card. He's a he's a deuces wild. But with 8.6 seconds to go, this is going to be the final play here uh, of the third quarter. Uh, we got to get a break in for station ID here at the top of the hour. Let's go ahead and take it, and we'll talk about the end of the third quarter when we come back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Station IDs are quick at the Duke as we've got 1.4 seconds to go here, Ben. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on 95.7. 
Duke FM, Bryce Cortez, man, I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give him all the credit, man. This is going to be a kid that's going to be hard to handle in 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 William Blunt's region. They're a Region Two team, so they're going to play some Upper East Tennessee teams, and I, I'll say he'll keep them in games early. Now it's all about how many reps you're willing to put on the kid, but uh, number four is electric. I, I like what we're seeing. Uh, in the early goings of the Reeves era. Final play here. He's going to roll it back. He's going to roll the pocket. Clock has hit zeros, but the game is not over. Bryce Cortez going to chuck it to the end zone. Does he get it? It's in his hands. Going to fall incomplete. No, sir. Three. It will be 7 to nothing. the way the third quarter comes to an end. The Denzo scoreboard reads your Rebels 7 Zero for the visiting William Blunt Governors. Let's take a break. Head to the fourth quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. You're listening to Maryville Rebels football on 95.7 Duke FM, where we play the legends of country. And welcome back to Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Matz, and you're listening to the Blunt County Jamboree right here on your home for Rebel Sports, 95.7 Duke FM. Ben, uh, the Rebels took care of business against William Blunt, not uh, again defensively. I think there's some things that you got to work on. William Blunt came with with a little bit of they they had a little flare a little flash, uh, but at the end of the day seven and nothing after 12 minutes Rebels win quarter number three quarter four is going to see Greenback taking on the Red Rebels uh, again the hosting team the Red Rebels will will get to see two quarters here in the Jamboree uh, and we'll just see what the the Cherokees have uh, on the table but uh, we're really wanting to jump down and talk to Mr. Don Sintel Don Sintel a longtime coach in the Maryville program. Uh, he's really seen a ton of the players that really generate the state championships that are on uh, that are on the uh, uh, the wall out here. And uh, let's hit down to Chris Hips and talk to Don Centel. Chris, do you got the Don with us? Well, I can hear Don. Uh, Chris, do you got me? Oh, yes, why I'm down here with Mr. Don. Talking to Don about some football. He was just telling me he coached for 56 years. Is that correct, Don? That's correct. Midget League football for Barrel Rebs, 56 years. And then the last two years I've been with just handling the equipment and the money and that sort of thing. Hey, Chris. Uh, Chris, ask him, you know, really just talking through uh, being a, a coach in the system for that long. 
like what is is kind of some high water marks as far as players that have come through his program and then done great things here at the high school? Wayne is wanting me to ask you, being here for 56 years coaching, being an assistant coach, watching the game still, how incredible is it to be in uh, all these memorable games and see it year and year and see what you started, like a legacy you started? Well, we started the midget program in 64, so I've been here since then. But, you know, that's what brings me back. I'm here every Friday night to see these kids that I've coached go through Maribel and then into college and into the pros. It's it's uh, it's highly invigorating, I guess to say. Yeah. And again, uh, Chris, make sure Coach Zintel knows uh, uh, how uh, how uh, blessed we feel that he's took the time to talk with us and uh, just how much we appreciate how he's uh, he's been a part of what's been a great legacy here for a very long time for Maribel High School football. So. Wayne and they want me to let you know it's been incredible to have you talk with us today. Also, you know, just having you and your insight, just all you've been through, all you've seen football-wise. Uh, thank you again for your time, and we appreciate hearing from you. I appreciate you coming down. I... Coach Don Sintel, thanks, Chris, for, for getting him on, on the air. And, Wayne, we talk about these players and where they are today. They're playing as juniors and seniors and sophomores at a high level of football. But many of these kids have played together at six and seven years old in this community with the Little Rebs, yeah. the Southerners, Joey Winders, yeah. uh, Coach Smitty, and, and uh, yeah, Coach, Coach Larry Hodge, right now. Coach yeah. Meals. And uh, that's where it starts. These kids learn the fundamentals of football, and then they come out here on Friday night, and they've been playing together for such a long time. Well, and, and you know, I think both of us can speak. You know, both have kids that are playing in the Maryville system. Um, my little boy, Neilan, he's seven. He's he's, uh, he's uh, drinking out of a fireman's hose right now at seven years old, learning from Coach Mills and Coach Jamie and those guys. Uh, but your son, Tyson, he's first year with Larry Hodge, Donson Tail. Uh, he's he's a reb now, and and so it's just it's we talk on a daily basis just about okay this is what's going on with the little reb, and you're like it's normal, it's totally <laughs> normal, it's fine, and uh, it, it's just been a great uh, and you you hear Donson tell and and the coach would probably not like me saying this, but you know I've talked to to Danny Spradlin who played at Tennessee, uh, played at Maryville, played at Tennessee, and then played for the Dallas Cowboys. Of all the coaches that he had that had impact on his life, Coach Donson tells who he says really kind of put him on the right track. So I think that's that speaks volumes for what is the legacy of Coach Donson tell. But as the fourth quarter is about to start, we're going to get to see the offense start this one for the Red Rebels, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be Eli Cobble in there uh, again, or I'm sorry, Casey Cobble is going to take the command here in the fourth quarter. He will be the backup quarterback to start game one, uh, but he will see meaningful reps here uh, in this jamboree. Going to see, uh, looks like Cannon Johnson is going to be a receiver out here. Mostly DB a year ago, uh, but he's going to see some time. Eli Cobble is going to be a receiver. And that was Price Davis on the run, number one. You're going to be seeing some of him this season. So it's going to be it's going to be second down, 11 to go. Uh, negative one on the pickup. Uh, so we're, we're going to kind of move from there. Uh, but looks like a slam down on the second down. He's going to pick up about two. You talked about Joey Winders. He's down there running the chain gang, yeah. moving it to third down. Joey Winders. He is a he is a uh, 
He's a, a guy that takes care of business, and he's taking care of business on the chain gang tonight. You know what he's saying? He's saying they weren't fooled on that play. <laughs> Third down, nine yards to go, 11 minutes to go as we go right, left to right here on Jim Renfro Field. Cannon Johnson in here, trips to the right. One receiver to the left, going to have uh, Davis. Uh, to his right hip pocket is Casey Cobble. He's going to look, takes the shotgun snap, flips the ball, flips it out in the flat. He's going to get one guy to miss. 88's going to flip it, gets to the 40, 45, near midfield. He's going to lose control, but it rolls out of bounds. Pick, big pickup for the Rebels up to the 48-yard line. First and 10 Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That play was made by the six foot five Jax Kirby, number 88. Yeah, Jax Kirby, he's, he's a guy who saw some minutes a year ago. Love what he's able to do here in this jamboree. Casey Cobble takes another shotgun snap, rolls the pocket to the right. He's looking, looking. He's going to pull his own number. He's going to flip gear, get across the 50, and he's going to be met by a big host of Greenback Cherokees, number one for the Cherokees with that tackle, Cody Lewis. Yeah, yeah Kate, not, not scared. Drops his shoulder, goes right at him. Casey, uh, as I would say, is not a feared. He is not scared. He, he rolls it, pulls the pocket. And let's see what's going on here. As So the Greenback Cherokees are coached by Ethan Edmiston. He is a Maribel Rebel. Graduated in 2003, played safety for Coach Quarles. Yeah, funny story. Uh, he and uh, and Coach Hunt actually stacked up. They never played together, but right on the heels of each other. As uh, you talked about, we're going to hear his name, Price Davis, around left end. Needed about four, got about ten. It's going to be another first down Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. We're going to set the ball up. Ball on the Greenback 35-yard line, first and 10. 9.42 to go here in the fourth quarter. That's an testament to his speed. They knew the play was going that way, and they still couldn't catch it. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. We're getting Casey Cobble in. If you're just joining us, the Red Rebels took down the William Blunt Governor 7 to nothing in the third quarter of this Blunt County Jamboree. Alcoa topped Heritage 14 to nothing, and uh, I guess Maryville won the skills competition 3 to 1. You're going to get number six there with the ball out in the flat. little screen play. That's going to be Britton Barrett. That's a BB, as I'm going to call him. Uh, and he's going to be a 5'11 sophomore getting some play here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Cameron Wilbur shred his block down there and made the tackle. A little flip script here is we're going to move Jax Kirby to the right side of the formation. Two receivers out to the left. And looks like, is that Jaden McCord in, in, the, in the football game? It is. Big number 20 in. He's going to go to the left hip pocket of Casey Cobble as they stand in shotgun formation. Ball on the greenback uh, 34-yard line. Watch 88 here. Shotgun snap play action is going to get it out to 86, and I think that's Eli Elkins. That's a big tight end, 6'4", junior. He's got a heck of a, a basketball game, and we'll see how his impact happens here on the football field. He just told, Yeah, he just told Jax to block for him. <laughs> Picks up a couple, third down, eight to go. And this is this is going to be a big play for, for these second teamers. Got to get the pick up here. Third down, eight to go. Ball on the greenback, 33. We're here in the fourth quarter of the, uh, of the Blunt County Jamboree. It's like we had a jump on the defensive side of the ball. We'll take it. It's going to bring up third and three after the pickup. I almost said third and four because in the Little Rebs, Penalties are four yards instead of five. I mean, mind blown that first time I saw that. We're going to have to uproot that from you. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's, it's less than ideal. <laughs> uh, but third down, three yards to go. It's third and three on the 33, Mr. Metz. Casey Cobble in at shotgun. Got two receivers to the left, one to the right. Takes the shotgun snap, gives it to, to Price Davis. He's going to clear them in. He's going to get across the 20 inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, and he is going to get a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Say that three times fast. Price is going to get a Price Davis. Like, I, I price, think I did price. as good as I'm ever going to do, Ben. We'll just roll with what I did. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Hips is back up in the in the, in the the air conditioning up here, trying to finish out this fourth quarter. But uh, looks like we're going to move Price Davis to the right hip pocket. Eli Elkins will move right to left across the formation. Takes the shotgun snap. Going to take it all. Corks it. Jacks Kirby in and out of the hands. Good play by Greenback, but nearly a Rebel touchdown. Yeah, Cameron Wilbur was outsized, but he held that arm down just just enough. Yeah, and uh, I'm no, uh, I'm I'm wearing a red polo, but I I just don't think you can do that. I don't think you can do that. 8:03 to go, second down, 10 to go. No call on that, but uh, we'll see what's going on. Uh, Cobble looks to the sideline, gets the play from Coach Hunt, and they're going to call. Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the 15. Again, just looking for some score here uh, from your second teamers. Wanting to see who's ready to to make that jump, be an influential player here. Going to hand it to Price Davis again. Feet's turning, and he's a-moving. He's down to the 12-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of three. It's going to bring up third down, seven to go. A lot of room right here, Ben. I think there's a lot of play calls to be made here, and I think there's two downs to do it in. Yeah, and look on the left side of the field. You got Kirby in the slot. Maybe you do a little little flag route in the corner of the pylon here. I think you got the wide side of the field. You got a lot of length that uh, Greenback's given up on those two receivers. I think you let it fly. We'll see what happens. You got the size over there. Price Davis to the left. Two receivers to the left. He's going to do the play action. Oh, Col- Cor- he's going to call his own number. He's going to try to get the pylon. Can he do it? He does it. 16 in. Touchdown, Rebels. Well, he didn't throw it. He didn't do it. He didn't listen to me. But you know what he did, Ben? He scored. It wasn't quite a naked bootleg, but it was a bootleg. Oh, no. He had a full uniform on. <laughs> totally fine. He cobbled, did what he needed to do. He was patient. What I liked is he got wide. He could have cut up a couple seconds earlier and probably gets tackled at the one or two yard line. But what he did right there was he was patient, knew the ground he had to give up and cut up field. And he, he walked in standing up. Casey Cobble, touchdown Rebels. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel six. The visiting Greenback Cherokees zero. And looks like a new kicker will put that one through. That 94, 94, that's Preston Trenum. Wonder if he's any any relation to Charles Trenum, but he is a 150-pound sophomore that is one for one in his Rebel career. It now reads 7 to nothing. Let's take a break. Listen to one of these fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on your home for Rebel Sports, 95.7 Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football 
This is your home for Maryville Rebels football and the legends of country. 95.7 Duke FM. And welcome back to Rebel Radio Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School. Greenback with the football. First and ten we missed, but it was no gain. Second down ten to go as they go right to left here on Jim Renfro Field. Shotgun snap number six is going to try to get out in the flat wide, and he tries to stay wide, and he's going to lose some tackle, and he gets upfield across the 30-yard line near the 33-yard line. And he made a lot out of nothing right there. He was he was dropped in the backfield, and he got upfield for a pickup of about three. And you really got to compliment Jonah Arms. He's, he's playing his heart out out there. Yeah, Caden Lawson was the pickup guy there. He's a junior. Uh, Mr. Do-It-All lists him as a quarterback, wide receiver, and defensive back. So he will be uh, he will be caught on a lot to do a lot for the Cherokees. And, uh, again, uh, let's just set the stage here. Greenback single-A football team, Maryville a 6A football team. So this is really a, uh, a clash of two different size football programs. Uh, but looks like they're going to stay in shotgun. Uh, two receivers to the left, two to the right. It's going to be a keeper all the way, and it's going to be Caden Lawson off right guard, and he's going to try to push it wide near the first down marker. He's going to be about a yard short, so it'll bring up, I think that's going to bring up fourth and one. Yeah, and just to put the roster into perspective, like Wayne mentioned, there's 83 players on the Rebels roster versus the 36 at Greenback. 17 of that 36 number are ninth and eighth graders. Yeah, and, and it's, a, it's a team that's rebuilding. I think Coach Edmiston uh, would agree to that, but uh, I like what he's done. I think he's bringing a tough mentality to Greenback, and the Cherokees just a few years ago uh, was a very formidable team, and I think they can do so again in that single-A rank. But it's going to be a handoff right here up the gut, and I'm going to tell you, number 23 put every bit of oomph into that one. Sam Garland pushed his way ahead for the first down Cherokees. Yeah, White Haas, number 34, I don't know if he made the tackle or if he just fell over on him. <laughs> I will say uh, the, the contact was made by the Cherokees, I'll tell you that. Uh, but we'll talk about Rebel Radio sponsors uh, again as we uh, near the halfway point here in this fourth quarter. Twin City certified in Maryville. They've, they've brought you the Blunt County Jamboree here this week, and they'll bring you each and every Rebel Radio broadcast this season as the Game of the Week sponsor. Stevens and Tire, Cody Knuckles, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon on board as well. Uh, a lot of those returning sponsors from a year ago. Painter One Kitchen Tune-Up, their new ads here for 2022. Appreciate them jumping on board. As always, our host station, 95.7 Duke FM, will be your postgame sponsor. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing, all returners from previous years. So appreciate them as much as always. Looks like uh, we have had good representation tonight uh, from Duke FM. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of works went into to putting this broadcast on. Can't thank uh, guys like uh, Michael Brody, uh, Randy Chambers, Kevin Duplantis, uh, all the people that that have made this happen. They worked their tails off, and we appreciate it each and every week. Uh, 5:08 to go here in the fourth quarter. The Denzo scoreboard reads seven for the Red Rebels. Zero for for Greenback, but they are marching. They're standing at their own 49-yard line. It's it's a third and five, so big plays here for them as they're really getting tested. Wide receiver nearly lined up as a linebacker for the Rebels, but uh, they got back. They got back. Shotgun snap by Caden. He's going to try to deliver in the flat long throw. Good catch by the receiver, 
And he's going to need five. He gets six. That's number two for Greenback. It's going to be Connor James. Nice, nice pickup. A yeah, good tackle by Will Wrestler. Looks like they got the first down. Five five minutes to go here in this Blunt County Jamboree. It's been a good one. Uh, 8.20 on your, on your clock. Uh, hour and 20 minutes in. So uh, efficiency has been taking place here at the Blunt County Jamboree. Coach Landon Harris, athletic director here at Maryville High School, uh, hooked us up with accommodations. Actually helped me hang the banners yesterday. So uh, all-in-one athletic director for Maryville High School. As Greenback uh, pull a little bag of tricks out, Caden uh, Lawson uh, will deliver to, was that number seven? That's number seven. Uh, Michael Payne, and I will say he delivered it at the end of that run. Uh, he, they are down to the Rebel uh 27-yard line. The delay was so I could get the yard line right, Mr. Hips. Yeah, Jota Arms came in on the blitz that opened up the middle of the field right there on that slant. We'll see what they do. They're they're making some some progress here. Caden Lawson stays in shotgun. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. Wants to throw it. Thinks better of it. He's going to tuck it and run. He's going to try to get wide. See what he can get. Picks up about four or five, and he's going to roll into his own ends or roll into his own uh, background. Yeah, that play was designed for Cody Lewis. He ran a flag route towards the corner of the end zone. It just wasn't there. Yeah, I, I think he wanted to throw it, wanted to release it, but just uh, just thought better of it. And I think uh, I think that's probably smart on his part. No reason to put people in harm's way, especially here at a, at a jamboree. Really just trying to learn your football team. Try to get some of the Rebels' names in there. Uh, looks like I'm seeing number 35, Caleb Reeves. Out there for the Red Rebels, number 17. That's going to be Nolan White uh, in there for the Red Rebels, and we'll call this next play. Caden uh, is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to quickly hand it to seven. That's going to be Michael Payne, and he's just going to drive the ball ahead forward near another first down, going to bring up third and one. Four minutes to go here. Tackle made by Zach Gowen, number 93, linebacker. So we've got literally 57, 58, and 59 running in and out. So let's call those guys' name out. That's Hunter McCormick, uh, Tristan Swank, and Grant Trevilian. Uh, coach Trevilian, the ladies' coach there at Maryville College, that's his son. So uh, got a Scott uh, that's that's got a Rebel now. And so here we go again. It's going to be Caden Lawson with the keeper. He's going to try to go left. And uh, the Rebel knew where he was headed, and he's going to be met and dropped. I think that's number 24. Is that correct? Yeah, number 47, Braden Heron in on the tackle as well. And Matthew Covert. Trying to get some other names in there. I see 42 for the Rebels in the game. Evan Griffith. Uh, we'll see if we can't see other names. David Crawford. A lot, of, a lot of good Rebels out there. I see 33. Levi French enters the game, number 82. Hey. Oh, Sawyer McNelly in there, number 33, playing a little linebacker. He's going to switch gears, go to the left-hand side. Caden Lawson's going to stay in shotgun. He's got a, got a back to either side. He's going to fake it. No, he's going to deliver in the flat. That's going to go to 14. He's going to cut inside. He's got some room to move, and the Rebels collapse, and he's going to be tackled at the 10-yard line. 2.45 to go, and second down and five to go for, for the Cherokees. I think the Cherokees are just looking uh, to see if they can't get on the board. That would be success uh, as it's written here at Maryville High School. Number, number, number 57, Hunter McCormick, came off the line and made that tackle. <laughs> Braden, or, uh, yeah, Braden Heron uh, checks into the football game. 
Uh, looks like we've got another 55 on the field. Uh, that's going to be Wyatt Mistak, uh, not Mike Bethea from a year ago. So that's a big number to fill. As Caden Lawson's taking the shotgun snap, he's going to hand it off to number 23. 23 tries to get away from a shoestring tackle, and uh, shoes untied. He goes down. It's going to be a pickup of four. It's going to bring up third and one. Nice play by Zach Going. Number under, 93. Under two to play here in this fourth quarter. Lights are on here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. The new LEDs here at Maryville High School. Talk to Coach Harris. Uh, they're much brighter than the old old lights, and uh, they've got a little flare there that'll turn them red. We'll see if we can get that out of them tonight. I'll tell you, the Kona ice truck is booming tonight. I would say so. Caden uh, Lawson, he, he does a little jump pass. Does, does he make the catch? They're going to say incomplete, trapped it. It's going to be incomplete. That's going to bring up fourth and one from the six-yard line. What do you do here, Wayne? You run, pass? You know, I think Caden Lawson's had uh, had a lot of success. I think you just keep it on the ground. He calls his own number. You fake the handoff. And then if if they stay with you, you give it. If, if they go with the runner, you keep it. Pretty basic. 128 to go here. Jim Renfro and Skeeter Shields, they've, uh, they've hosted a good jamboree here. A lot of good fan support. A lot of cheering for all teams. They hand it to number 23, and, and, and Ben, I don't know if he got it. I think he's going to get a favorable spot. But uh, number 23 for Greenback, uh, he bought the farm for a yard. Uh, Sam Garland, he's a, he's a freshman that's getting all he wants. Yeah, they got the first down. They're listing him as a lineman. Look at that, number 23 Garland, a lineman. Hmm. Not sure, not sure. Uh, with the with that roster, you probably have a lot of kids playing different positions. I think you're right. I think you're right. All right. Near a minute to play. Uh, Jim Rimfro uh, really doing a nice job here. Uh, two, two running backs back there. Caden Lawson. Uh, he's going to hand it to number seven. He's going to get wide. Number 35 for the Rebels wears him like a backpack, and he's going to get him down at the two-yard line. Caleb Reeves on the tackle. Number 35 for the Rebels. Yeah, I think they're doing a really good job here. This is this is great uh, testing for these defensive players for the Red Rebels. They're going to see some action this year. This is a team that seems to have a good amount of fundamentals about them. Uh, they do things that they do well. It's just a matter of uh, can they last for a four-quarter game. I think that's not what they're doing here tonight. They're showing they got some tricks. Here goes Caden Lawson. He's going to call his own number, see if he can push himself into the end zone. He does. Touchdown, Greenback Cherokees. The Denzo scoreboard has changed. It now reads seven for the Red Rebels, six for the visiting Cherokees. If you're the Cherokees, do you go for two here? Why not? I mean, really, house money, right? It's not your house, but it's house money. I I think you try it. He's going to kick the field goal. That's why I'm up here, and they're down there. You know, but five seconds to play. Derek Hunt talks about the next man up, the next man up, and that's what's happening right here. He's he's developing these younger players. So 26 will kick this one. That's Vanessa Owens. And Vanessa Owens with the extra point, and they draw it even. Greenback Cherokee 7, the Maribel Red Rebels 7. 55 seconds to go here. Uh, I'm interested in what happens here. I don't see them 
really putting a whole lot of weight here, putting players back in with a, a possibility of injury. Uh, but I, I don't know that I wouldn't put Gillen in for one time. Just see what happens, right? Well, the sun's going down. How about some fireworks, right? Seven all, if you're just joining us. Alcoa knocked off Heritage in the first quarter, 14 to nothing. The skills competition went to the Red Rebels, 3-1. to one. Uh, Really, the uh, the lone, uh, I guess, victory for, for another team was uh, was the long throw. Zach Lunsford uh, went to Alcoa. So 3-1 uh, to one was the victory there. Uh, also, the kicking co- or the punting competition went to Heritage. Uh, and uh, the rest of it really went to the Red Rebels. But uh, the, the, the offense for the Rebels will come back out. Looks like it is Cobble. Uh, at the controls, he'll take the shotgun snap. He hands it to number 41 for the Rebels. He's going to get wide. He's going to get across the 35 and up near the 40. He's going to pick up the first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That's Royal Curtis on the pickup there. He's had some highlights on the defensive side of the ball, and now he's showing you what he can do on the offensive side of the ball, Wayne. I, I don't, I'm not a betting man, but with 47 seconds to go, he was working real hard to get out of bounds. They want to score here or at least get in range for a field goal. 5'10", 160-pound junior. Let's see, Casey Cobble. Again, he's going to flip number 41, uh, Curtis, to his left hip pocket. He's wanting to throw it. He's going to get it out in the flat to number 28, Riley Lee, and he's going to get across the first down marker up into Greenback territory down to the 47. It's be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Ben, he got out of bounds. Yeah, number six, Caden Lawson, uh, quarterback db running back everything cobbles wanting it he's hungry two receivers to the right one to the left 40 seconds to play and he works works his magic he's going to hand it off to 41 he's going to go straight up center and he gets down near they're going to call him down at the 40 yard line that's a pickup of near eight yards there on first down second down two 25 seconds to play how do they work it? And if you didn't get tripped up, we'd have another Dwight Price first down. <laughs> hey, thanks for the help. Dwight loves you, man. You give it to him whenever, like everything. I'll put a sign in my yard. Here we go, number 41. It's going to be Curtis off right guard. I think they just wanted to show the ability to run tempo, and that may be it. As Coach Hunt takes the headset off and walks out onto the field, that's going to be how this one comes to a close. The fourth quarter has drawn even. And the Greenback Cherokees score here at Jim Renfro to lock it up seven apiece here in the fourth quarter of the Blunt County Jamboree. Let's take our last break of the night, listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, we'll wrap it up here from Jim Renfro Field and close it out for what's been the Blunt County Jamboree here on 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. 
gmail.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Maryville Rebels play right here on 95.7 Duke FM, where we play the legends of country. And welcome back to Rebel Radio right here on your Rebel home, 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and now joined by the sideline reporter himself, the the Rebel Cole Kublik. We'll talk to Mr. Chris Hibbs. Guys, uh, what a what a Blunt County jamboree. A lot of good speed shown by really all the teams in, in play. Saw some things from Heritage. New head coach Joe Osavet. Uh, saw saw new coach Reeves there at, at William Blunt and Coach Edmiston in year two. He's kind of fun to watch there at Greenback. I, I'm I'm going to be cheering for the Cherokees there in Single A uh, to see what they can do. But uh, love what what happened here. A really clean, uh, uh, great weather for a Blunt County Jamboree. And uh, at the end of the day, Rebels look good. We're we're gearing up for Week One against Heritage. But guys, what do you think? Start with Ben. I'm excited. Uh, Hippie talked about it down there at the skills competition. Gillens went out there and just blew by Jordan Harris on the football field. And then comes out in the third quarter and makes a huge run. Um, so a lot to be excited about with this receiver number two. And uh, just just ready for this season to go. What about it, Hibbs? What did you see out of the Rebels? I, I mean, just harping what Ben just said. I mean, D.J. Gillens is fast, fast. And just the offensive line, the way they uh, control that uh, momentum and pushed William Blunt back. You know, uh, looking at the defense, the first team only got the first series in. Uh, they brought in the second string, but just the depth, you know, even when the second string and the third string came in, I mean, it took Greenback, what, 85 yards or 80 yards to go all the way downfield just to score a touchdown. I mean, they did not allow that bend and break don't defense that they uh, have, you know, did not make it easy for Greenback. No, no, you're exactly right. Even though, you know, Greenback drew drew it even there at the end, I, I think what, what you saw out of the Rebels was just – how much can you push it? How much can you uh, can you do uh, with with what you have? And I think Eli Cobble and those guys uh, really uh, showed that the second string has some strength for the Red Rebels. Excited to see what those guys uh, bring to the table in the very near future. You had a couple guys like Caius Watts. I look forward to seeing him and seeing how he performs on defense. I look forward to Jax Kirby, six foot five, huge wide receiver, makes some great plays out there. Um, we saw some speed. We saw some size. Uh, we saw the front seven make execute in the gaps, make some big tackles. Um, so it was it was an exciting evening on both sides of the football for Maryville. Yeah, and I, I think you got some things you can be happy with. I thought Clemmer looked good in some of that skill work. I thought Clemmer did a nice job in, in a lot of the pieces where you needed him to make smart plays, not put the ball in, in harm's way. I think he did that, and I, I think you've really got a guy in, in Gillen that's a – he's a monster. I, I think he's got one carry for one touchdown in about 70 yards so far. So he's he's doing what he needs to do uh, to make a big impact for the Red Rebels and, and at the highest level of football, man. 
Right, and uh, let's talk a little bit about Price Davis, Jonah Arms, a couple of guys that, uh, you know, are, are maybe not the starters, but they are the future. Derek talks about the future of this program, so there's a lot of names out there that showed some promise this evening. Yeah, next man up is always going to be the, the impact or the, the direction that Coach Hunt is talking about and really believing in, and you saw that here tonight. Uh, let's uh, let's take one more break and uh, and, and listen to uh, 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 one more good sponsor run, and then we're going to close it up here from Skeeter Shield Stadium. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Duke FM postgame show right here, 95.7 Duke FM. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. The legends of football and the legends of country on one radio station, 95.7 Duke FM. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field, where the Blunt County Jamboree has come to a close. Uh, again, Alcoa defeats Heritage in quarter number one. Maryville takes the skill competition three to one to one. Uh, Alcoa with one win and Heritage with one win. And then the third quarter went to the Rebels, seven to nothing over William Blunt. And then the last quarter ends in a tie. Greenback and Maryville, seven all as the Cherokees really uh, clock management marching down the field. Just took uh, took opportunities away from the Rebels, but got some good minutes for some young kids. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, Chris Hips. Guys, we've made it through the Jamboree. We've uh, our first official broadcast on the Duke. I think it was a good one. I think we stayed connected the whole time. And, and guys, we, uh, we're excited for what Heritage looks like next Thursday night. Don't miss it. We're going to go live. Uh, at 6.30, or yes, yeah, 6.30 as the game will kick off at 7. We'll have the kitchen tune-up pregame show. We'll have game action. We'll have Chris back on the sideline. We'll probably have some Jeff Weaver contacts at some point. But, guys, uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for working hard. And, and guys, all the preparation this summer is going to have a fun season in front of us. I'm super excited. I mean, just the new uh, flair we got going, you know, getting to hear you guys up here and join it from the sideline. I hope I'll uh, be able to bring that entertainment from down there as well. Hey, I'll tell you what, guys. Kona Ice is on me tonight, all right? Good deal. Good deal. Can I get the color-changing cup? Yeah, the unicorn. Whatever yeah, the truck just well, no, left. I really don't know what a unicorn <laughs> the truck tastes just like. Left. The, red, the Red Rebels have prevailed and tested the regular season here. And now the final score for Maryville High School. Your Red Rebels combined for 14 points, and William Blunt and Greenback combined for seven. As we close tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that makes this broadcast possible. Coach Harris, athletic director at Maryville High School, as well as that great administration, all the great sponsors we've talked about in and out of the breaks, Mr. Chris Hibbs for scaling the crowd, giving us some real-time updates, and also a special thanks to Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long but for chris hips and ben metz i'm wayne kaiser and you've listened to rebel radio if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home take care be safe and yes go rebels go Go rebels from the hep roofing studios we want to be your roofer this is wdkw maryville knoxville 95.7 duke fm